Hey, thanks guys for listening to the ad. Um, right after this intro, you're going to be going right into my podcast. Thank you for coming on by. Um, don't be afraid to share it. Don't be afraid to tell me what I need to do better. Um, thank you guys. Welcome on back to the Cadillac Ranch. This is H.T. Waterworth, and I am pumped. Just watched two episodes of The Last Dance about Michael Jordan, and uh, did a good had a good talk with uh, Sammy Sanchez Senior, my buddy, my boy for life. Um, he had a good conversation again. Um, just going back what we thought about it. Uh, very interesting. Um, a little more. It was a little more like emotional as before. And we talked about it. But it was a great two episodes. Um, just letting you guys. Hear what we are hearing and seeing. You know what I mean? We want you to have another perspective. You know what I mean? Um, also real quick, I want to talk about my hashtag Corona mullet movement. Just letting you guys know it's still happening. I still have it. The flow. It was on my Instagram. I also have an Instagram for my Cadillac ranch. It's Cadillac ranch pod. If you can find it, I'll try to post it. I'm still new to this, even though I'm 30 years old. I don't know how to do this young stuff. These tick. Tick tweeters and face talkers. You know, it's just so hard. But, um, yeah, my mullet, my mullet mission continues. And I'm going to say this every time. I just want to let you know. I want you to get a mullet. Show some. let's, Let's have fun with it. If you can't do a mullet, donate to a big corporation or go to your favorite restaurant and buy some food or send a tip to your hairdressers or your tattoo artist or anybody that you know that you would have bought from in this time if everything was normal. Just send them some love. Even say, hey, what's up? Hope Can't wait to get to you when time is right. And if you can't do that, just share this. Share it with people. Just talk about how this idiot HT made a mullet and he thought that he could make people do something good. He thought... HT thought that he was special enough that he could tell people to make me cut a mullet. You want me? Yeah, I want you. I want you to donate. I want everybody to be happy. Just send somebody a smile. If you do something as simple as a text message and say, hey, thinking of you. That's all I want, people. Anyways, I'm going to go right into this fantastic talk with Sammy Sanchez. Um, I hope you all like it. Um, I'll see you on the back end. Thank you. Hope you enjoy. All right, everybody. It's time again. We're going to talk about The Last Dance. We're talking about episode five and six, and I'm bringing back again Samuel L. Jackson Sanchez Sr. How are we doing today? (laughs) We're good, man. Good. Just got off those two episodes, so this time it'll be nice and fresh and... uh... Not so uh, choppy. 
Yeah. But I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me on again. Oh, yeah. I got to say, I want to say before we say anything, I miss this type of basketball. Mm. This grimy, this not, let's get in the paint. Let's do all, like, I miss that. Like, I, I, I'm appreciating the past a lot more, you know, and that's all yeah. I want to say that before any of them. Well, it's nice. I mean, like you said, the uh, last, last one, your, your fandom, you keep saying that word in the last couple ones. It's been fandom? weird. The fandom. I'm, I think, you know, I've been listening to so many podcasts. <laughs> right. I think these buzzwords just pop out and mm. my brain's like, no, you, you'll sound better. Even though I just, you know, I don't. Yeah. But yeah, the fandom for you, you know, was started later. So you're kind of getting a fresh glimpse of what it was to mm-hmm. now when you watch, you're like, ah, these little pee pussies, pee pussies. The pussy cats. Yep. <laughs> the puss in boots, but they wear basketball jerseys. Yeah. But also the other thing, the music that's in this documentary is absolutely brilliant. Every song I connect to it somehow. It just does. It just it's beautiful. Yeah, it's nice. Every time they play that, I correlate it to Space Jam. But the intro to that, I'm just like, I get a little chills. <laughs> it's so good. So uh, we're gonna talk about episode five. Start off with that because um, that was the next one on our list. Anyways, um, going into the All Star game, that All Star lineup, just seeing. All those greats on that, like on the those teams, and then all of a sudden, they zoom in on Michael Jordan, and they're in the East locker room, and he just goes, "That Laker boy." Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, he's gonna try to go one on one the whole time, da 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 da, and then every somebody goes, "Kobe, yeah, Kobe." <laughs> well, I had to, I had to, I was mostly listening to just watching like their interaction during that segment. But then I had to read it really quickly. I thought he said Laker boys because they had Shaq, Kobe. And oh, I yeah. I mean, they're stacked. Yeah. Eddie Jackson, I think, was their third all-star. But he singled out Kobe. Oh, so yeah. That Laker even, boy. Like, like, that yeah. Laker boy is going to go. I mean, he was 19 at the time. Youngest all-star at that time. Yeah. And But he's like, oh, no, no. We'll go one-on-one. We'll... Like, I love that shit. He just like real recognizes real and that. Yeah, that was awesome. And you, as a Kobe fan, I, I just what did you think about all that? Man, that that year, that wasn't his rookie year, but uh, I think it was third third season in the league. But yeah, man, that just the the competitive spirit of both of them, like from the it's an all star game. Like Jordan's already saying he's not going to beat us, and if he does, then like my hat, I'll tip my hat off to him. And um, and then Kobe too, like in in game, he's like, "Hey, how do I work on this jumper? Or how do I how do I work on this move?" So you know, for me, that the fire that Kobe showed and the fire that Kobe always played with, he even acknowledges it in the documentary, saying it wouldn't have been in me if it wasn't for Jordan. So yeah, I had that. It was I cool. Had that written down. Yeah, just the love that they showed too. On a side note, to Kobe, rest in peace. Um was nice. I mean, you kind of had to because it was, I think someone else alluded to it too, the passing of 
kind of the torch, the era, the next compared person to to Jordan. So it was I mean, cool. Th- there I, was no it, James it was nice. for ten more years. Yeah. So totally, and like like you said, no Kobe without. He said there is no Kobe without Michael Jordan, and that's yeah. insane. No, that's one of the best players of all time. Saying another man got him to that level, right? Mm-hmm. And like. It was just awesome to see him. And plus, seeing what he was, uh, Kobe was saying to about Michael Jordan, and just seeing what Michael Jordan crying again at Kobe's funeral, his ceremony, oh, yeah. it put it all together. Like, I don't know. Sadly, a little bit of me, I'm like, they probably weren't that close. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's MJ. Yeah, yeah, they knew each other a lot, like more than like. Just like me, but not like you're crying in front, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like that put it in perspective, like, okay, this shit's real. I don't yeah. know. I, I think I always put like celebrities in that Estelon. Like, I just think that more, it's more, it's less than what they say. But in that yeah. aspect, it was awesome. Well, and I don't think I personally had, have never seen that interview clip that they were showing of Kobe when he had, you know, he was, I think he was probably a couple of years retired already, but where he said, that he's my big brother. Like that's when it yeah. became like him being a mentor, being like a big brother. So fast forward to the speech he gave and he said, rest he in said peace, little brother. Thing. Yeah. So yeah. So it, it tied cool. it all together. And I thought it was awesome. Um, we'll move along. Uh, we'll go on to him figuring out uh, what he wanted to do. Where do uh, when he, they kind of, you know how they go back and forth and they're talking, started talking about shoes and a homeboy want to be with Adidas? I uh, know, man. That hurt me. <laughs> I mean, come on. But, I mean, I understand. And then the fact that uh, Converse was actually a big thing just blows yeah. my mind. And how they were called the Converse weapon. Yeah. So <laughs> intense. I'm like, bro. Larry Bird rapping or, like, trying to rap? He was the first white rapper. I mean, oh, tr- wow. We just broke that down. Wow. Eminem. Need to when he has his Hall of Fame speech or rock and roll induction speech, he needs to thank Larry Bird. There'd be no Eminem if there wasn't a Larry Bird. <laughs> so true. Wow. <laughs> uh, but I love the fact that um, meaning of that, like knowing how like big his shoe career was, mm. he had the insight at Madison Square Garden. Let me put the ones on. Yeah. Because this might be the last time. I th- I that's brilliant. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, the fact that um like his mom, obviously his parents played a big role in his life. A lot. But crazy that like uh that I can't obvi- I won't remember his name, but the the one dude that was in charge of that firm at first, the firm he was with, um I think his agent firm yeah. was like you need to take this down. You need to take this meeting. You need to take this meeting. And Jordan was like, "No, no, no." And then he was—he reached out to Jordan's mom and was like, "Call him. Tell him he better take this meeting because he's going to regret it." That's you know shows you just the influence of even parents, let alone like your mother. You know, your mother has a lot of influence on on you, and so it's cool. I, that- I wrote down on my notes, "Mama J is a boss." <laughs> <laughs> for sure i mean she went in there and they're like oh yeah we'll give you 250 grand even though every other athlete gets one 100 to 150 yeah although we'll get two feet and she's like you better take that 
um and blowing off at that uh, the the things that i saw going off his shoes and everything and his popularity um spike lee yeah yeah i was gonna say spike lee i would said got him in the urban markets and everything it's not just a pretty boy thing like everybody yeah. can have it the fact that um when he when they said on it he is hot as a cabbage patch doll where <laughs> knowing just from like tv shows and movies and stuff like that and just like i love the 80s like the tv show on like mm-hmm. cabbage patch the people were fighting over each other for cabbage patch so yeah. at that point to say like he's bigger than that that means like he's above it above everything yeah for you sure know? so um yeah i mean it's awesome nike nike has hit the the head the nail the head of the nail a lot of times with you want want to do that over again like you never rewind that (laughs) (laughs) they i mean can you say it no he's not even trying he's not not my boy not even gonna try he he is he is backing up it's okay it's all right, man. You Spanish was my first it. language. It, it, very true. Very true. Um, but the athletes that they've put on for Nike, like or Nike has put on, have been. But then realizing that Jordan was really like that spearhead of like, and we know that. I mean, I know that. But he hadn't done anything yet. Yeah. They even said that he's like uh, to give him that much money for him. Not even he was just a rookie. Yeah. Someone knew. So I feel like there could be a separate documentary on like someone who worked at Nike who was like maybe like hey like go check that guy out. He looks like he could be up and coming and maybe give him a shoe deal. Yeah. And I don't know if Phil Knight was around. I mean, he was alive, obviously, but I don't know if because no, they said part that, of that. That that's why it was all track. He started it. But no, I know. But I'm saying like they were all about track and oh, field at that time. Oh, you're so, saying like if he was a part of the. The whole concept of it all and stuff of pulling Jordan in, saying like, "Hey, he's the next big thing. Like, we should give him a hundred more thousand dollars than everyone else," which is insane at the for that time too. What the eighty, not early nineties? That's a that's some cash. Oh, that's <laughs> that money. Yeah, <laughs> like and like what they're said and like it was so perfect. His agent and again, I didn't write his name down like a dummy, but um. How he said, and they're like, they're talking to him like, he's not a tennis star. He's not, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, no, that's exactly what I want to do. And it was the, it was the perfect thing. Is yeah. Like how they, they programmed or programmed him. Um, how they did that for him. Um, well, having like tennis star, you know, tennis obviously was huge then. Huge then. So correlating that a tennis star to MJ or even a basketball player was probably a far-fetched comparison, but they knew what they would need. They knew what to do, you know? And like they, they were even saying like the fact that like all the other ones, all the tennis stars and everything, they happened to be all just a lot of white male, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. a couple of women. And then they had a, a black tennis player and I forget his name, but he's really Arthur, good. Arthur Ashe. Thank you. I mean, he has an award after him. The uh, Arthur Ashe Award. <laughs> he's kind of famous. Besides him, and like, so they're like, no, we need to, we need to bottleneck this just for MJ, and it worked. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. You know what I mean? Um, the amount of money he he spent on just 
poker games in a airplane. Back of the bus. Same. Jeez. Um, we'll it had a there. band on it. It had a band on it. <laughs> uh, so we'll keep going to episode five. I kind of jumped forward on accident. Um, and then all of a sudden, they go. The dream team happens. Mm-hmm. With the the most dominant team. I mean that that's the most talented. Even I think just because it's the first, it's that's awesome. The, the I don't even know what to say. It was so cool that each player, even though that Isaiah Tom, I think it comes to let's be real. Isaiah Thomas was an asshole, and I think nobody liked him. This is not yeah. a NJ thing. This is Isaiah Thomas thing. Yeah, that Anyone was. Can we agree? Yeah. They caught me off guard. I forgot that, obviously, like I said before in the other one, we were small children, so I didn't realize that it was that season that the Dream Team was conceived in a sense. But, uh, but yeah, IT, or not IT, because Isaiah Thomas gets referred to that, the current Isaiah Thomas. He, Isaiah Thomas from the Detroit Pistons, was a dick, and he got into it with so many other people that they get, they, they say that in the documentary, like Scotty Pippen, um, Irving. I didn't know him and magic Johnson didn't like each other that yeah. much either. So when they pulled that out, I'm like, dude, and all those guys are on the team and mm-hmm. we already know that Pippen, uh, a guy that has grudges. So he right. can be the same, like same type of way about it. Yeah. But, um, I just loved everything about the fact that they, they got so close and they could, yeah, if gambling, but we're not talking about the episode six yet, but like they all got together, they played cards, they did that. They, and what did you think as a basketball head and a person that can actually maybe touch the rim opposite of me where I can't <laughs> leave the floor, what did you think about that they say the best basketball they ever played? What did the you practice? Yeah. I think Magic had like a personally personal opinion. I you know, unless you ask him. I think he had like a, a wake up moment, a wake up call moment, seeing like the torch literally like leave his hands and like the torch be placed into MJ's hand. So that practice that they allude, they say it was the best practice was was started because Irving, their their team, their five, they're in practice five and five. Their team was up by like nine points, ten points with however much time left. They were in a, like a scrimmage, and he started talking, talking trash, talking shit, saying, you know, well, where you at, young blood? This isn't Chicago. Where you at? This and that. And Jordan was like, okay. And Jordan goes off for like 10 points. They're up by 10 in like two minutes and they end up winning. And Jordan yaps back at him. And um, I don't know. I just feel like Magic kind of saw his moment pass him. But at the same time, there, the respect level that came from it, I think is probably what helped them. I mean, they killed that Olympic year. They literally beat teams by like an average of yeah, 30 were. to 40 points. So... I don't know if the practice you could say is what made them win that year. I think the practice probably helped them all per- on a personal level and make made them a better basketball player to bring back to their own teams and stuff. But mm-hmm. I think it was – I mean, sometimes there – I 
I know some basketball players who I've played with and could probably pinpoint a couple practices where they were like that practice. I remember that one. People were getting after it. After oh, really? Each other. You, you have those? Yeah. You do have those type of moments? Mm-hmm. Or you have memories? I mean, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Every everybody sure. knows it's like he was on the floor, I was on the floor. Da 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 da. Like you. Could, yeah. How kind of how they were doing it? Yeah. That's all. See, I don't have a lot of that for football. We had great practices, but like, I guess because that's eleven guys. Yeah. Like, each side, like you know, what I mean, it's a little more difficult. Harder to keep track of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And more of a, not saying that basketball is it, more of a team game of the moving fashion of like, it takes 11 guys to move one play. For basketball, it's constant. So that, like, that that practice where you say you lit me up that oh, one time, boy, boy, that doesn't, don't that doesn't me. stand got, out to you? <laughs> oh, no, I remember that. No, we'll get to that at a different time. I got a couple. Of, I got, I, like I say, I'll tell you guys in the future. We're going to talk about a lot of sports things, and all of mine are going to be in high school, and they're going to be on practice squads where I just murder people. But we'll get to that. That but scout no, team, though. Dude, don't get at me, dog. That's where Cadillac Waterworth came in the picture. But we'll talk about that later. Future time, future time. Future time. Yes, I do remember doing that to you. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, but, like, them going to the, uh, to the Olympics and everything – the main thing that I got about it, they wanted Jerry, their GM, they're over in Barcelona, Spain, mm-hmm. and they still want to make their GM look bad. Yeah. That's all Scotty and MJ wanted. To make um, white boy, whatever, Kuchik, Kuchik? <laughs> Tony Kukoc? Kucho! Kukoc! Yeah, him. They actually pronounce it differently. Two guys say Kukok or Kuk. Kuko, but I would. They always said it Kukoch in the states, but maybe in Croatia it's uh, pronounced different. So, Anyways, I don't know him that well. Did he have an okay career? Of Do you know yourself? Um, I personally only had ever seen him in the Chicago Bulls jersey. I didn't know about. I actually didn't even know he was from Croatia. I thought he was American. <laughs> so that kind of shows how much doesn't reason. look good on me a little bit as a basketball fan, but um. But yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Okay. I mean, he looked filthy in his videos, like. Yeah. But like, and and even Jordan said, "I love them at the." But I just love how he he makes it so damn personal, mm-hmm. and I love it. But at the same time, he is so loyal to anybody that's on his team; it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like he's doing it for them, even though he's doing it more for him. It's just crazy. So like, I felt bad for him though because for Ku coach because he he had like a target on his back because Jerry Krause um, goes over to I think Spain yeah to watch him in the midst of Scottie Pippen not getting paid and there's rumors that they might want to bring in Ku coach and not pay Pippen blah blah blah. So no, the the fact that they said uh, and this is. Somebody else's words, one of Jerry's words. They they said that he that Kukoc was the future of the Bulls. When you yeah. have two of the people that are the future right now, and mm-hmm. Pippen and Scotty and Grant and a whole bunch of other people, but no, they're gonna. I just, that I don't know. That didn't make so no sense to me. So it's yeah. like it. It's like 
Tom Brady in his prime, they're going like, oh, no, this guy is way better than you, even though you just won two championships. And they're going right. to think it, does, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm glad he had a, a decent game, though, Kukoc, the next that time second they time. played. Yeah, because... I, did, I did too. And that's probably – but that had to happen because the fact that he was already on the team or going to mm. be – like they knew, kind of. Yeah. And they respected him more because they're like, oh, he's actually harder. He, he plays harder than we think he did. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, they start saying uh, – like we said before the show, Dark talked about how they wanted to. They said that he would basically perfect until the uh, Helm versus Gant case. Um, saying yeah. he, he said himself, uh, he never thought of himself as the activist. He thought of himself as a basketball player. Um, me right. personally, I, I me personally, I thought that um, there's nothing wrong with him not wanting to support a politician. He wanted to play ball. Yeah, That's what it felt like play ball gamble in other things yeah and play golf so i don't see anything wrong with that but there's probably like i said before like i was talking about before i think because racially there was more to it Mm -hmm. that's why that was happening yeah i mean sometimes as as athletes even i guess i can't say day our day and age because some athletes are showing that they're a little they are more than basketball um which is awesome like no there's no shade on either stance right but i think at that time jordan was all about just playing ball and doing his hobbies as he liked to say and he didn't want to like taint probably anything by taking a stance even though he kind of you could say he did by saying the comment about the Republicans buying sneakers too. Yeah. Um, but I think he was, yeah, I think he just was a little afraid of that question probably. And just threw something out because I think he even says it in the video. He's like, I just said something like in the car with my dad. I don't remember if it was his dad, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I I just want, like, I wanted to bring that up because even though that happened, like I, I could totally see how, He's just like sitting there like there this is a lose lose situation. Mm-hmm. If I do say something, if I don't say something. So I just thought that it, I think that's funny how they always try to make the best guy look bad. And that's what they that's what that the only way they could touch him. And then mm-hmm. until that we talk about that next episode. Um I wanna say two things before that. Uh how he was handing out uh tickets to his teammates mm. and then, uh homeboy said uh oh i want where do you want to sit and he's like i, I want to sit next to god and then he's like wait who did you say and he's like sit next to god and he's like well god just handed you those tickets yeah. and he's like no 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 i thought that was awesome. he said cut it out don't cut it out you better not play this because i want to read I don't know because I haven't had enough time to like do more research. Was that the same one that he was talking about on the plane saying like he he gets super drunk, he cheats on his girls? Is that the same oh, guy? Oh, it might be. That's the only – I'm like, is that him? I hope it is because he got back at him right yeah. there, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, oh. before the episode ended, 
they were like kind of concluding the episode and like a, a random guy like a somebody that's working for the bulls or somebody else he comes up to the camera and goes this is a pope and jesus type phenomenon mm-hmm. and just to note like that's such a crazy i, I don't person yeah. yeah and at a time where like um like uh what is it called people that take pictures for money media media people paparazzi that was yeah. huge then that that wasn't a big thing like pop but he was he was getting mobbed by yeah. like so that pressure where we're, we're gonna get into episode six right now they talk about that pressure and he looks eight seasons in he looks like he doesn't want to play basketball anymore yeah did you um sorry i'm gonna backtrack a oh yeah second. yeah yeah go go because um because when he in the Olympics, when he threw the American flag over the Reebok logo. Oh, Reebok! Thank you. Yeah, that thank was you. that was that was a savage move too. That was a, and and for you as a <laughs> a Nike man and me as a Under Armour, and I'll keep it up to the day they go bankrupt someday. <laughs> oh no, that was savage. Yeah, I, mean, I I put it up here and I forgot to like go past that, but no, the way and the way he's talking about like. And I'm, I'm going to cover it. Nobody's going to cover it like me. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? You're... And like he said, he bets on himself. But uh, going into the first episode or the next episode, episode six, I'm going to ask you a question. You ready? Would you want to be like Mike? Like Mike Lowry? Or like Mike, Mike Lowry? Lowry? <laughs> <laughs> um. I think there's, if you really want me to answer this question, I wasn't sure. Is answer. it rhetorical? No, okay. no, no, no. I'm asking you. Daily I, double. Brum, brum, brum. I um, mean, the way he was acting and like that's so much pressure. I mean, I'm let's let's be real. If somebody said you can be, have that athletic ability, yes, I'll take it any day. But like that, that man, little I, clip. I, I got anxiety and depression from having two kids, a lovable wife, and and lived pretty good with my life. I don't know. I don't know how I can handle that. Yeah. The clip they show of them like um, taping that moment where he's like, some people say they want to live a day in my life, let alone a week, like try being me for a whole year. You know, it's harder than it looks. That kind of, kind of shook me like for a second, like, damn, this, this is taking a toll on you, man. Like the pressure, like, I think I'd want to be him in a, a, for the success of basketball because I had the dream of being in the NBA as a kid, like a lot of kids do, professional athlete. So I think that part, to answer your question, yeah, but yeah, to see him like that was kind of, kind of, I felt kind of sad for him because it looked he had that look in his eye, like, can someone just give me a week off where I don't see anybody or a year? And like how he was. Um, I'm going to ask you real quick. Can you hear me do this? Now, right now I can, but not when we're talking. Okay. I just trying to adjust it. I don't want them to hear it, but sorry guys, you heard it. If you don't want to hear it anymore. (laughs) Um, yeah, I just, that's so much pressure and everything. So that's, I, that's why, cause that's kind of what I felt about the whole episode six. It's like, yeah, Mike with the main thing. Right. Um, the first thing they were talking about uh, gambling in the back, thousands of dollars, and going to the front is dollars. 
mm-hmm. and how he went up to the front and uh like oh can i join why do you want to join us because i want to know and i wrote it down i want your money in my pocket yeah that's such a uh, if it's not gambling addiction if it's not something that's just pure filth. <laughs> yeah it's so like that just shows that's how that shows how much he believed in himself yeah more than it's a just that competitive property. just so yeah. competitive so I, competitive like the fact when he said he's like i have do you have a gambling problem no i have a competitive problem right i have a competition problem and that's where that where it all that's what it thrives that he wouldn't be who he was if he didn't have that problem mm-hmm. and this episode shows a lot of that like you'll probably talk about it in a second but no go just, for it just like the players in i think it was the 93 season or the 98 one of the last sets seasons of the three um, the ending the three peat each he was like one. Jerry Krause one time told me that he loved Dan Marley from the Suns. Yes. Just because I knew that, I wanted to show him that he actually wasn't that good. So it just ties back, you know, of just of how he wants to to take your lunch, he wants to eat it in front of you, and then he wants to make sure he's gonna get your lunch forever. Like yeah. it's insane. And then like we were talking about earlier, the Jordan Rules book came out. They're just mm-hmm. trying to m- make something out of nothing. Even though the even the author said, "I thought I got overblown," but they're yeah. just trying to mark. So, they're trying to mark somebody for no reason. Sam, oh. what was his name? Sam something. Sam. Sam again. I didn't write his name down. I'm new to this, people. <laughs> but um, I thought that was just like. I don't have a lot to talk about that. I think that they're just trying to make them, even though the author even said, I thought they overreacted, but it just, that's a lot of pressure on him uh, on top of everything. And then talking about, um, because of this, they played the Knicks. This is why this conversation is going to come up more. They played the Knicks. I forgot how filthy the Knicks were. Just, mm. I, I just got three names on here. You got Oakley, you got Ewing, 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 and starts like those teams were just they all all three of them were just pit bulls on the court they Mm -hmm. they, and definitely oakley being with them before knowing who they were like yeah they were savages yeah and i love charles yeah charles oakley is uh, he's always been known and like you said he played with that bulls team so they knew what they were getting out of him. And Ewing was another big name, probably top five, top three during that time of dominant. On the dream team. Yeah. Yeah. He's that good. And John Starks was just like your, your Patrick Beverly, like just annoying in your face. Still has bunnies. Perfect. Like, yeah. Perfect comparison right there. Yeah. Awesome. But, um, while that's all going on, you know, Papa Papa Jordan said, let's go to Atlantic City. <laughs> and he decided to, you know, g- gamble and go out there and everything. And uh, everybody thought that he, all of a sudden, 
did not care enough about basketball anymore. It's just so stupid. I, I think that we just, we get like, is it a thing? I want to interject with this. Is it a thing that back then, like, where you never take breaks, you only go, like, we, Cal Ripken going for so much, like, in baseball, going for so many games, of, you know, Brett Favre playing so many games in a row, where now it is a league of, like, no, you need to take care of yourself mm-hmm. to make sure that you can last a whole season. Is it, is it because, like, players can't take breaks back then? I, I just thought that was crazy how that he's like, I was home by 12. And there's nothing that can stop me from playing well again the next day. The game's on at eight o'clock at night. Yeah. Why, why was it? I didn't think that it was. He's with his family too. It's not like he said he'd rode in the car with his dad. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Too, he said Atlantic his family. dad and his friend, like family and friends, limo, like, and he came back. Yeah. And yeah, I just thought that it was crazy and how how much pressure the media put on him. They try to mark him for no reason. Um, I wanted to say that even Magic Johnson said, like, you need to stop killing MJ or you're going to run him out of this league. Which yeah, that was huge. He, when you look at it, he did. He retired that next year or whatever. Mm-hmm. From that. We haven't gone to that yet. But um, it's so true. Just, like, let him, yeah. let him play. Like, let him do what he needs to do. Um, I had no clue about that, uh, that, like, debt he had to that other golf guy that golfer he kind of pulled it out of I'm, too I, you know you you play a lot of golf he was trash too that's why he he, did was... a, he, he, he looked a little boo boo yeah like he didn't like but that's that competitive net you're gonna put money on the line because you want to win something and you want to keep you just want to keep trying to win and I know but I just gotta say he didn't look like he he lived in a studio apartment like I didn't see like how this yeah. guy a card chart, you know I'm mean? or you know what I mean. I'll just go like the, yeah, yeah. He's a little. I'm like I don't know why Michael Jordan would be hanging out with the guy because he looked kind of sketchy. Mm. Fifty seven thousand it was. He was yeah. Over golf and cards. Hey. Damn. Uh, but like that one dude said that what was it? Ten thousand to us is ten dollars, or ten thousand dollars is like ten dollars to us yeah. for Jordan at that time. Oh yeah. Um, getting into the Suns, uh, series that was awesome. That was a good series. I, my Charles Barkley history is hazy. Yeah, I don't. I I knew, I didn't. I knew that Barkley played in a finals and lost i didn't know it was against one of the best teams of all time i didn't know he was an mv a league mvp you didn't know that, that? i, I no. knew that that's probably because of like some like trivia game i played one time probably inside the nba on tnt no no it's probably not because <laughs> of that because i don't think i watch a lot of for a long time i didn't even have tnt you know mm. mm-hmm. yeah i had it was uh I was trying to make a joke there and couldn't do it. <laughs> no. So I'm going to stop right there. Um, game three, triple overtime. I thought that was awesome to see. Yeah. Like how they're like in third overtime, they're laughing like this is crazy. Um, 
The fact yeah, I don't that, think they probably saw that those overtimes back and, then. Uh, I feel like um, the fact that uh, talking about that series, Barkley was like, "That's the first time I felt like somebody's better at me at basketball." Man, that's got to be a gut punch. Yeah, that's the that's a tough one to swallow too. Oh. Just especially because they they ended up losing, you know, losing the series too. But that's why he even said he's like, it wasn't a bad thing that I lost to you guys. Um, that Paxson shot with that game four, mm-hmm. that was filthy. And how he even said, or, or that game, or that the last game. No, that was, that was yeah, the, the last game to win it. Series. Yeah, to win it. That Paxson shot, and just like I was, ish, the ball should have never came to me. But I was always ready because I'm a basketball player and I made it. <laughs> he said uh, that was his moment too. Like, yeah. Oh, that's a very special. I mean, that's the only. Would we be talking about Paxson right now if it wasn't for that? I mean. No. Eh. But that was <laughs> awesome. Like, I thought that was great. Um, and then. Yeah, uh, I mean, they probably didn't draw it up that way. I'm sure no. it was. Jordan makes a move. If he's got the shot, he's throwing it in if he doesn't make a second pass to someone else but then there was a third and then a fourth pass well well, because it was Horace to Paxson that was the last two so whatever they were trying to get it in the middle and then I think went Jordan to Pippen to Horace back out and then Paxson is just like on an island yeah see I know some basketball terms (laughs) on an island he was on an island by himself uh, I loved how uh, Barkley said, uh, "It's like a gunfight," and he's like, "He lost to the fastest gun." Mm-hmm. I thought that was like, "Yeah, they're they're both unbelievable." He just he was the faster at the time. I appreciate that because he's still making weird comments, even as a young man, and he's making them to this day. So <laughs> there hasn't been a lot lost there. <laughs> He's still uh, a strange character. So funny. Uh, I wanted to make the the comment. <laughs> they he was sitting there. He was doing interviews. He was like, "Do I have to do anything else? Can I sit here?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." And he like relaxes, and then this random Joe Schmo just goes, "Did you want to call your wife?" And he <laughs> just goes, "Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's exactly that's the last thing he wanted to do. He yeah. was." there in his silence and he was like now I need to talk to my wife right now I do not want to talk she knows I want yeah like I thought that was such a, a, a oh yeah because that game was in Phoenix right they yeah. beat him in Phoenix yeah and because that's such a husband thing like no I don't want to talk like <laughs> I know, I, I'll talk no. to her when I get home <laughs> she gets it she knows what I do yeah um I thought that was hilarious. It was too funny. Um, and then at the end of it, uh, they were talking about uh, how he said Ewing said to him, he thinks that he's going to play until he breaks down, like until he gets dragged off. And he's like, no, I want to walk away. I don't want to do that. I thought that was very, even though we know that he played a couple more seasons, one mm-hmm. or two. I don't know. After 98? Yeah. I think he retires, and then he comes back 
and plays like three seasons. Okay. I think with the Wizards, all of them with the Wizards. Right. So, which yeah, get knowing into. knowing he said that, and then he's like, I, I, I want to walk off. So that showed that he was ready second time. But I, like we said, and uh, he was talking about he wanted to leave after the third. Mm-hmm. He does, and then we'll get into that. But well, that's kind of just taps into like you hear that more now in the last decade of players saying, I want to walk off the f- whatever your, your sport is field turf court. They want to walk off on their own terms. Yeah. The Barry Sanders, the Calvin Johnson's uh, yeah. you know, on their terms. Yeah, sure. So I think that's really what Jordan was saying when Ewing was like, he'll probably get p- crawled or crawled off. He'll probably get carried off. You know, Jordan, it's like, no, man, I want to walk off because I want to know that I'm walking off on my own terms, kind of. Exactly. Did you see his uh his red Range Rover? Obviously, you saw it. Oh, yeah. And I don't know the license like, plate. I don't a, know. What did it say in the license plate? It said 20 tray. It said two, sorry. It said two T-W-O. Tray. And then it says T-R-E-Y, yeah. That's so, that gate is awesome, by the way. Yeah. And I was even thinking, you know, when he said, like I was saying, uh, when he was saying the, uh, do you want to call your wife that moment, that mm-hmm. shirt that he was wearing, the championship shirt. I'm like, I wonder how much money that shirt costs right now. If the, anybody has that shirt, cause that's yeah. such a filthy shirt. Like that cartoony look. I, I remember my grandpa, he had one of one of the eighties teams and it was like, uh, like Magic Johnson and he's like all big head, like it's the slender body with the big head type in like all of them. It's like all the players. I used to wear that every time I spent the night there. It was the it was like the eighty whatever team. Like the I think it was the three peat shirt. It was like mm-hmm. awesome. Don't know where it's at. But yeah. All right. I have the one of uh the last Olympics that Kobe and that team, I think it was two thousand ten. It's the 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 big big they did that too okay yeah they brought it back that year Um, thank you i'm like do i sound like i know because that team was kind of compared to the dream team right as far as the talent because it was like lebron cp3 kobe carmelo shack i think no not shack no d wade you said something wrong it's hoodie mellow hoodie mellow sorry that's my g (laughs) blazers all day if they come back that's disgusting. Oh, <laughs> um, I mean Dame Dalla, that's my guy. God. Dame Dalla. I want I want at for a second there, he he's the Oakland guy. So I'm like, man, he needs to go to Golden State and live it up. You know, be home. But now yeah. that they're across they're across the bridge now, I'm like, you can be a Laker. <laughs> yeah. On. Well, it's like when the yeah, Niners went to Santa Clara. It's like, what the hell, bro? I know. It's like you shouldn't even be their fan anymore. They're trash. I mean, teams that move cities are just rude. Yeah. I mean, they're Spesh. just the, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> even though my team has moved away three times, it happens. The Raiders. The Raiders. All right. Well, that was awesome. Um, yeah, this these two episodes for me were, and I I had messaged you before we got on. 
I think there were nuts and bolts to the to the documentary because there weren't as the word I used juicy. I mean, you get some details on Jordan's life beyond behind and in a little more in depth to like what he was feeling during that season. But I think they, I think they're getting ready because this is five and six. I felt the same way you did. I think they needed to straighten some things out. Like they, they, they were pretty like clear about the gambling thing. Cause I think M- Michael Jordan's like one fucking episode. Let's get it done. Yeah. Let's try to like nip, just get rid of it. Cause he knows it's going to get brought up. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. that inter- by the way, rewind the interview with him wearing sunglasses. Boss. Move. Oh, Oh yeah. Boss move. He that was, was like, awesome. Rashad, find the camera. We're getting this done right now. I like part of me. I'm like, is he still liquored up from the night before? Like, that's what bro. I was thinking too. That's probably what Mashad, Mashad, <laughs> Rashad. Yeah, what well, he's probably thinking the same thing. Yeah, it's like, but I think they wanted to get some points out because yeah. in the next couple of episodes, we haven't even talked about his dad's death, baseball returning, Space mm-hmm. Jam, and if they don't talk about Space Jam, I'm gonna get really mad. The Wizards. So, I mean, they're probably going to be like, oh, he went to the Wizards. Okay, bye. <laughs> he owns a end, team. End of documentary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he played for the Wizards and he owns a team at uh, the end. Yeah. Well, um, and he, I wonder if they'll get into uh, now the overabundance of sneaker buying because of that. We didn't I mean, even talk about how he changes. They even said he'd like sneakers for bro, basketball. Yeah, and then his wave of like because them changing colorways and doing all these things mm-hmm. boosted it, and then a, a new film, a new category of people were made sneakers, yeah. which is crazy. And my friend, thing he did. <laughs> my friend here, I met working at Nike actually um, years back. He bought shoes. I'm pretty sure specifically for this episode that came out yesterday that have come out eight times before in the same color in the same way just to wear them during the episode. Like what he bought, he, he got shoes for the episode. He got a pair of Jordans called the fire or yeah, the fire red fives. They came out yesterday. They dropped on Nike's website, other websites, and he bought them for like two twenty-five, which is their retail. And he sent me a Snapchat of him wearing them and the documentary in the background. But this is the documentary that they talk about the sneakers. So I was like, uh. <laughs> Jordan making money. It's from the meme. This documentary. It's the meme where <laughs> you bought the same shoes again, you idiot. <laughs> so great, man. Yeah. He's more of a. If he could just somehow help the Bobcats or whatever their name now. Wow. That's terrible. What are they now? <laughs> They're the uh, Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> oh, they got the Hornets. We got Pelicans now. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobcats were, yeah, they were. For I, a I, no, I get it. it. It was it was Charlotte Hornets and all of a sudden New Orleans Hornets. NBA took over for the team. They, yeah. They uh, CP3 them. ruined everything because he should have been a Laker, but the GM with the commissioner was an asshole and shut it down. We don't need to get down that right now. 
See, that's some basketball I know. Rest in peace, David yeah. Stern. <laughs> um. Anyways, we'll talk more about this another time. Uh, that was fun. Um, do you want to say anything? Do you have any other thoughts about the episode? No, I think no. I think it was a good, like you said. Uh, probably somewhere down the line, Jordan was like, "Look, I know it happened." give it an episode no more and then we'll keep it going mm-hmm. so i'm excited for the next two also just because i know they're getting into the even some more like nitty-gritty stuff ooh, of him. Ooh, ooh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm getting ready to get into the mud the you know mud. what i mean <laughs> shit get put put your I shit mean, kickers on they, uh, shoot dang i mean the rumors are like the fact that his dad died because of his gambling. We're going to get into that. They have to. I mean, that's a room. That's a huge rumor. They have mm-hmm. to talk about it. And then, or they don't have to, but his dad, I mean, we got, we got some stuff, man. Why, yeah. he, why he went to play baseball. You know, there's a bunch of rumors around that. It's going to be fun. It's, we got yeah. a couple more weeks of a uh, good television and uh good history, to be honest. For sure. Good. Uh, yeah. I mean, some things are getting lifted in the world, but I think we're going to still be here until the end of the documentary for sure. So. You, you smoking weed? Are you getting lifted? You getting lifted? lifted. You getting lifted in this world? <laughs> no, man. I don't do that shit. I only stick to cocaine, bitch. Uh, and waffle fries. <laughs> uh, I was talking to a friend and... Uh, Anna was talking to him, and then all of a sudden, I come on the screen, and he just goes, "Unforgivable." I'm like, "You what? You listened?" <laughs> it was awesome. It was like, "Yeah, nice." Um. Anyways, uh, everybody, this was Sammy Sanchez Senior. Uh, yes, sir. He will be back next week. Don't worry. If he's not back next week, we're calling the cops. <laughs> right. Call the border patrol. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't you say might wanna, you might I didn't that say out. that. Keep I didn't that say on. that. Edit it out. No, keep no, it keep on. it on. Keep it on. Race stuff is funny. No, it's not. No, it's not. You said it. I didn't. I did say it, so I think you should keep it on. <laughs> Thank you. That makes it where it's more appropriate, but probably mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. Sweet. 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 Cool. Sweet. 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 All right. Uh, thanks again. We'll have you on next week, and I cannot wait. But thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, and it should be fun. I mean, it should be fun. Should be. <laughs> Bye. And everybody, that was Sammy Sanchez Sr. Um, it seems like always a good time with him. Uh, talking basketball, talking sports, the life. Um, ride or die right there. Um, thank you for coming back on. We'll see him again next week. Um, I really don't have a lot to say. Um, can't wait for next week for the other things, uh, the other episodes. Um, I'll try to do another pod sometime this week, uh, about something. I'll figure something out. You know what I mean? And, um, I got three things. Mullet. Donate. Share the hell out of my podcast and all my posts. <laughs> Let's get the word out there. Let's do what we got to do. As always, I miss sports.
stay inside, enjoy your time with your family and friends. You know what? Come on back to the Cadillac Ranch, you hear? Yeah! Well, the well went dry and the cow did too Daddy didn't know what to do The banker came by the house one day Said he's gonna take the farm away Then mama came up with a plan Brother and me started up a band Sister put a sign on the roof Daddy bought a case of 90 proof Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch they're parking cars in the old bee patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Range Now the only thing that we raise is cane You don't need the sun or rain Just neon lights and some ice cold beer Keeps everything green around here Mama takes the cash at the door Brother and me keep them out on the floor Sister sets them up at the bar Daddy kicks back with a big cigar Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch They're parking cars in the old bee patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Ranch The only horns around here today Are the ones up on the grill Of a genuine 59 Coupe de Ville Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch They're parking cars in the old bee patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Ranch Now we call it the Cadillac Ranch they're parking cars in the old bee patch There's a bar in the barn and the place stays packed Till the cows come home at Cadillac Ranch